Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. Tony Katz, the morning news. 93 WIBC. My name is Craig Collins filling in. I want to react to something that I heard within our newscast about security cameras and schools. Um, It's so interesting. And a buddy of mine actually uh, does this for a living, even created an organization called Tamra.us, which is a lot of different technology companies coming together, demonstrating how much available there is in the world to fight a, say, you know, uh, active shooter situation uh, through just uh, cameras that can detect guns, cameras that can do all kinds of things, lock doors for you. Uh, There's so many solutions to some of the problems we face in our society that it's it's good news that you hear more surveillance cameras and other things are going to be adopted in places. And I know Wish TV did some of that reporting, so good job. Uh, from them too and how we're covering it um, but honestly uh, it's it's an often forgotten part or aspect of how people talk about how to prevent the the horrific stories we see occasionally within our country uh, it's not to take away people's rights not to change something that's fundamental within the constitution and the second amendment of course fairly clear but actually to use the the uh, products that exist already out there in the world yes they're they're costly compared to nothing but if you think about what they prevent, uh, there's no real way to argue it. I'm probably going to have my friend on uh, tomorrow to talk about this and all the different technology advancements we've seen in the last however many years uh, that are that are just missed uh, within those those discussions. All right, let's move on to some other things out there. The big stories of the day. I think they easily include the Hunter Biden testimony yesterday. Probably my favorite of all the comments um, that happened right after Hunter left. Uh, was from Neil Cavuto on Fox when he said that they got a really nice uh, dramatic shot of an elevator door closing because uh, for some reason, Hunter Biden was way less willing to talk to media than last time when he refused to testify behind closed doors and told you it's because he couldn't trust that the conversation he had would be represented the right way, the fair way, uh, after he walked out of that closed room. And by the way, actually, almost all of the left-leaning mainstream legacy media, whatever you want to call it, has said that Hunter Biden rebuked uh, the GOP and, and you know, destroyed the, Im- the hoax impeachment or whatever it was. Seems like most media did just fine with you, Hunter, even if some of us probably disagree with what was actually said behind closed doors. But here's the Cavuto moment. All right, that six-hour deposition, a little bit more, is over. We're going to see if Hunter Biden is going to address reporters. Let's see what's going on. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Just just an elevator door closing and some reporters yelling, thank you. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, We thought he might say something. He did not say something, but we got a dramatic (laughs) shot of an elevator door closing. So you're welcome, America. Why, thank you, sir. I'm very happy for that. Yes, he did. He did not say much because all of a sudden he's way less talkative. Uh, Also, this is a take out there on CNN. Adam Schiff is the one who provided it, who's oftentimes just one of the most annoying of all the people in Congress. Um, But he said that he's really afraid that because of the uh, Trump immunity uh, now being something the Supreme Court is actually going to hear an argument on, uh, that they might push back some of these timelines. And darn it, 
you might not be able to try the president, the former president before the election. Uh, I'm going to play the audio first and then obviously point out how this is a bad take. The goal is to deny justice by delaying justice. Uh, and they may just succeed if the oral arguments are in April and a decision doesn't come out until May or June. And Judge Chutkin at the district court says they're going to have three months after that to prepare. Then you're right in the fall up against the election. Oh. That bumps up against the Department of Justice policy of not normally taking legal action in close proximity to elect an election. I think the issue here is the proximity to the election is because of the defendant's own conduct. His no, 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 no. It's actually because of his attempt to get a, a fair and an honest trial. And if the Supreme Court decides it will hear his case, this is all part of the process. The problem for a while now, Adam, if I'm talking to you directly, has been that this is election interference easily defined. It, it is obvious that the desire here, regardless of whether or not there's anything they could actually prove uh, Trump is guilty of or not in any of these cases, the timing of it was intentional, and that's bad. There's a problem there. It should have either happened uh, quite a bit ago or waited till after the election. It is not, in fact, a delaying of or an avoiding of you know punishment or justice because of a delaying of justice. It's going through the actual procedure of the court system uh, properly. Uh, getting every single advantage that anyone else is supposed to gain there. And then also looking at you and saying, how dare you say out loud the part that you've been so quiet on this whole time, that the intention isn't to interfere with the election and not to be delayed till after it, darn it. Because if he wins, if the American people choose to put Trump back in office, he can pardon himself for any of these federal things that they're going after him for. So actually very much it's admitting out loud that the whole intention from jump was to prevent him from getting elected, not to actually hold him responsible for any of this stuff. All right, we'll take a break on that. A lot more. Greg Collins filling in. Tony Katz, The Morning News, 93 WIBC. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Tony Katz, The Morning News, 93 WIBC. My name is Craig Collins filling in. Uh, Matt and Carl hanging out as they do every morning on this show. Uh, Tony Katz is sending us audio from Israel uh, where he landed safely today. Uh, he will actually uh, be, will be replaying some of that in about 10, 12 minutes or so. Uh, maybe 20 minutes is probably a better estimate there. Uh, so stay tuned for that as we get another update from Tony Katz. Uh, a snowboarder wound up in a somewhat dangerous situation because he was snowboarding on a guy's private property in Utah and didn't know it. Uh, the snowboarder in the audio and video that went viral, as I'll play in a second, uh, comes up against the guy, the guy standing outside with a shotgun, and he says, don't do this again, or there'll be some holes in you as part of the reaction. I love how the snowboarder, the kid, uh, seems to react to the whole thing. He seems to think it's kind of funny. Uh, here we go. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. I'm sorry. This is kind of crap. I'm not doing it again. I'm sorry. I have every right to protect my private property. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I didn't know there was no signs. I didn't see a sign. Whoa. That's a good ender. Shotgun pointed right at me. Hell oh. ain't gonna save me from no shotgun. This is my last run on my trip. Right. About to get blown to smithereens. <laughs> <laughs> 
do you react to that, Matt? <laughs> Plum to Smith. All right. Yes. Uh, yeah, uh, the, it's the guy's property. I understand it that is. he's upset, and, I, and I'm yeah. totally with that. I, I think there's a middle here that he could have found. Sure. Uh, maybe <laughs> between going straight okay, for the on, shotgun. Wait, 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 no, no, i got to stop you for a second. You're saying that you shouldn't start out shotgun in hand on the on the lawn saying, I'm totally allowed to protect my property? Hey, there's it's a his, middle it's ground? A, it's his property. <laughs> <laughs> you, I love do, this, dude. you do what you will, but I'm just right. saying if it were me, I might be like, hey, yeah. maybe, maybe I'll start with a with a card, you know, one of those uh, fancy ones that are <laughs> artisan cards that are him. I just kind of sure. hand it to him, you know, be like, yes. hey, man, don't do this here. I have deer, wildlife, maybe there are children. Right. playing on the snowboarding mm-hmm. route. I don't know. Um, yeah, maybe put a little a little sign up that says, I will shoot people who get on my property, but this is your first warning, perfect. that kind of thing. Perfect, yeah. That's yeah. what you do. It's all solved. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, and, and I'm sure the snowboarder did not come back. At least I hope he didn't. I understand why the guy was upset, but at the same time, I'd like to oh, yeah. find um, a, a little middle ground before we well, start dude, threatening people, you know? Yes, I do also love, like, the snowboarder absolutely hits to the T any sort of you know uh, assumptions I'd make about people who snowboard or people who surf. Uh, I actually used to surf, so I'm within this crowd. Because like, whoa! Yeah. I almost got blown to smithereens. Is amazing. Here, my- I'll play that part again. Shotgun pointed right at me. Hell ain't gonna save me from no shotgun. This is my last run on my trip. Right. About to get blown to smithereens. <laughs> yeah, Spicoli in Utah. Right. Yes, the Spagoli of Utah. Absolutely. He seems very chill about the fact that he just ran into a dude with a shotgun. All right. Another thing out there that I like a lot, the nine things you should do if you'd like to live to be 100. Before I go through any of the things on this list, do you guys want to live to be 100? I'm just curious. No. Yeah. What's the perfect range to where, like, I want everything to still work by the time I'm, I'm, you know, done on this earth. I don't want to have stuff that doesn't work anymore. Well, I mean, if I'm not good to any, I, and, uh, yeah, I'm not saying people that are 100 aren't good to anybody because no, you still have great. that person, you still yes. love them and everything. But I mean, for right. me, that would be difficult because if I don't yes. have my faculties, I can't help. And then I, I don't know, I, I question right. my, but that's just me. That's a personal thing. Right. I'm not no, saying yeah, yeah, anybody's yeah, like yeah. that. It's, I'm not know. judging anybody who's, who's happy in whatever like state of life you're in. I would just say that this is the reason I've often joked about being willing to put robot parts in me like oh, as yeah. I get older is I would like to still work. And if Elon Musk comes up with the stuff, I guess I'll try it out. We'll see how it goes. Oh, you can test it on me. You can test that stuff on me. I I don't know if it works or not, but put a robotic arm in me. I'm down. I won't be first. I'll be like 10th on the line of testing. I don't want to go absolute one. You never want the iPhone one. Uh, Let's do a few of these, though. (laughs) Take a load off, it says. Try to find ways to relax as much as possible. Some deep breathing exercises and some meditation of some kind is something people should do. I imagine, Matt, you agree with that one quite uh, a bit. Yeah, deep breathing will make you live to 100. Um, that's that's terrific. I, yes. no, I mean, what they're talking about is your mental health, I'm assuming, and sure. calming yourself and to do things that you, it will keep you happy and will make you feel alive because I'm sure that is a big part of it, and, and, and that's that's really good stuff. Now, the cynic in me says if you want to live 100, you have to start with the physical element by the time you're <laughs> around 18 sure. years old. I mean, sure. I'm not going to live to 100 years old because – I've done some incredible things to my body, yes. and it's just not going to hold up. And that's, it, it hasn't. It hasn't always been a temple. Is yeah, what you're saying, it, it hasn't always been. You know, okay. the the, right. the temple here. You don't find yeah. a lost ark in my body. Well, and, and I mean, you're absolutely right that that's in there. It says move more, uh, do uh, regular forms of exercise. Ninety minutes of workout a day might not be feasible for everybody, but just uh, getting around and moving as much as you can is good. Also, this the eighty percent rule, which I don't know if I've ever heard before. 
80% of your food should be healthy and only 20% of your food should be the opposite. Oh, good If you Lord. do that, they say you're very, you know, you're well off compared to most of us. Yeah, this is Indiana. We're not going to get that done. Um, that's okay. <laughs> Um, and I, say I love that. that. I say that yeah, lovingly. No. I say that absolutely lovingly. Mm-hmm. What happens if you do all these things and you don't make it to 100? I, I, I mean, know. it's like I just wasted a whole time of a debauchery right. that I, I could have been, you know, <laughs> eating fast food and instead right. I lived a healthy lifestyle. It was miserable. And now I didn't make it well, to 100. Well, I guess you're already dead, so it doesn't matter. Then, then I guess we write the hate letters from heaven to the people that, you know, wrote this. <laughs> and we're very upset about it because we're there. Uh, find Your Friends is another one on this list that says you need to have friendships. You need to have ways to you know get out and hang out with other humans uh, prioritize loved ones family members and friends above some of the other things in life and finally one of the ones i thought was really cool uh, it says both build a community and have a purpose and those can be tied together uh, build some sort of you know thing that you care about whether it is your family or something else religious service is mentioned there and then also uh, find your why in life which is very philosophical but very interesting i mean you could put this list on anything you know, sure. just just uh, ten ways to be happy, ten ways uh, to improve your mental health, and and sure. they're just saying ten ways to you know live to one hundred years right. old. Now, I love all the things they're saying. I think this is all amazing stuff. I mean, I, I you have the fans, you have the family, and and you love them and you cherish them, and you, you they reciprocate that love, and that yeah. means a good life. So if you make it to hundred, great. If you don't, well, no big deal. You know, you are right. It is a lot of really generic, um, you know, tips and ones that would probably annoy you if your friend told it to you in a bar somewhere or something. <laughs> Like, man, you just got to find your why. Just find your why, dude, and you'll be very happy. That's the kind of thing that would make us very upset, I think. That comes out after the third shot of well tequila, usually. You know, we start talking about the why, you know. Once all the women are are, are completely repulsed about your existence and reject you, then you start talking about the why of your life. No, it's not like I know my experience. No, it doesn't sound like something either one of us have ever experienced in our lives. All right. Another thing out there that I saw that I liked a lot, men are revealing their dating deal breakers on a place on reddit Uh, i love a bunch of reddit this one is just ask men and a dude who goes by the name cocaine panda which you uh, you can what's that there you go (laughs) yeah you can judge that as much as you want ask the question what are some of your deal breakers people said all kinds of stuff if someone's allergic to peanut butter i'm not going to date them because i'm literally 99 percent peanut butter at this point one guy said uh, someone who's allergic to cats is a deal breaker Uh, someone who wants an open relationship is a no-no to a lot of guys and someone who would not date anyone who's ever cheated in a relationship. Those are some of the ones that came out so far. But apparently there's a lot of deal breakers for dudes. Uh, yeah, I, if I had all that, I'd die alone. Um, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, um, no, no, I, listen, yeah, there are things about somebody. It, it, if uh, my, my one deal breaker is if we're out to dinner and somebody's rude to the help, you know, as somebody yeah. that's helping you out oh, and yeah. serving you food and everything, I mean, I think that's going to uh, signify some sort of lifetime of um, absolute hell. And again, yeah. maybe we should find a middle there <laughs> between. Yeah, um, <laughs> but yeah, I, yes. I, I, I get that, sure. My other favorite one is it said being friends with an ex is a big red flag to a lot of guys yeah, you, you don't want do that ex lingering still you don't want him hanging out yeah i don't being around that. That, that's the guy that she says that's the guy you really don't have to worry about him you yeah, know, yeah that's the it one. doesn't matter at all we're just gonna spend a weekend together yeah. all right that'll be fine Without matt you, you got some traffic for us <laughs> whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits long live listening to your favorites learn more about Kaskali ribocyclob 200 milligrams at kisqali.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you How bad is it? Don't sugarcoat it. Give it to me straight. Want coffee? I think I need some coffee. 
Spring News 93. My name is Craig Collins filling in. Uh, quickly, the Distressed Community Index came out from the Economic Innovation Group, and it's really interesting insight into what zip codes are most distressed and what zip codes are living prosperously as far as financials go. Uh, you will not be surprised that a lot of, say, Florida is doing very well, and a lot of New York is doing very bad. Uh, the reason why is, in my opinion, it's not necessarily mentioned here in this report, the reaction they had to COVID and the ability to get through COVID easily with more staff retained, with all the other things that were benefits to staying open and not shutting down. But it is fascinating if it's, if it's something you want to dive into more, all the different zip codes throughout the entire country that are seeing more economic stress or less economic stress and how significant it seems to match with the policies people had just a short few years ago. All right, we're going to move on from that to Tony Katz, who is uh, sending us some audio live from uh, I uh, Israel. Wow, Ireland. Live from Israel, a very cool thing to hear, a very important thing to hear. So I'm going to throw it over to Tony. Greetings from Tel Aviv, everybody. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Thanks to Greg for filling in while I made uh, the trek yesterday. So I got in this morning. I got in 7 a.m. time Tel Aviv, so that would be midnight for us in Indianapolis. I'm seven hours ahead as we speak and got to where I'm staying in, in Tel Aviv. And and uh, so far, I've spent over $500 cigar on cigars, and I got crapped on by a bird. Both those things did happen in the few hours that I've been in Tel Aviv. The skies are, are blue. And what's fascinating about this city, I mean, you're talking about a full-on metropolitan international city you can actually hear the the, the horns and everything else uh in in the, in the background there it's life is normal here which is i think for a lot of people kind of hard to fathom how in the world do you have life as normal when you're at war and their answer is what are we supposed to do we've got the soldiers on it but businesses have to be run lives have to be taken care of People still need to go to a grocery store. And even in Tel Aviv, you hear about people starting to do more nighttime activities, nightlife activities. Now, Tel Aviv is also where they have some of the protests. Not only do they constantly have those people demanding the release of the hostages, right? People you and I would very, very much like. But they also have people who want to engage in the politics of, of Israel. It, from what I am told, uh, just as anecdotally, it is a minority of the country. They're just very vocal. And they come to Tel Aviv and they and they kind of try and take over the, the, the downtown downtown of Tel Aviv and block traffic to try and have changes made uh, to this government, which is right now, uh, so we know it, a unity government. So when people say, you know, Netanyahu, right wing government, that, that that's that's not accurate by any stretch of the imagination. This is a unity government. Because they're dealing with this terrorist organization, Hamas. Now, when Hamas is destroyed, and that is certainly the hope, um, then things will change and then they'll go back to elections because it's, it's Israeli politics. It's, it's completely insane. They'll go back to that and uh, you can rest assured that Netanyahu will be out because that's, that's exactly how it's, it's going to go. Um, once this is done, they're going to look at him and say, how could you have allowed this to happen under your watch. Now, that's my take on it. I have been uh, clear about this and I haven't changed. What I can tell you is that everywhere you go, 
there are reminders. Uh, bring them home now. Uh, those signs. When you're in the airport, Ben Gurion Airport is the name of the airport, and you're walking down this this ramp to get to customs and show your passport. It is nothing but photos of all the hostages. Release him now. Release her now. It's a couple. Release them now. That's all you see. Just lining this this walkway, this kind of ramp. It's a pretty wide ramp uh, as, as you're walking down. The reminders are everywhere. This is a very, very unified country when it comes to taking out Hamas. A very unified country when it comes to taking out Hamas. And, and I have not seen anything yet that would change that. Now, I'm curious as to how much some of my conversations in Tel Aviv are going to go because more international city. I, I, I'm not kidding. There's, a, there's an actually a, a very, I, I'm not going to say palpable, but I noticed the level of China influence that's here. Chinese made cars on the roads. I actually saw a Chinese flag flying. Now, maybe it was the Chinese embassy, and I didn't quite understand it because I, I did go by the British embassy. But I thought it was it was odd. There's also an interesting Russian uh, kind of thing going on here. One of the th- their Uber is called Get G E T T, and then they've got another one which is Russian owned. And I'm not downloading that app. No chance. No how. I am not getting Navalny'd. It's just not happening. That that's a verb. It's pretty gross. But you know exactly what I'm talking about. So how things are seen here in Tel Aviv could be a very different conversation than how things are seen north of here in a place called Akko, which I will be in, uh, down uh, near Gaza, where these attacks took place, where I am scheduled to be as well. So first glance, first look, first blush, a totally unified country in wanting to take out Hamas. The leftists of America don't represent anything except the very worst of humanity. Uh, I have some very good cigars I, gosh, I hope I get them through customs. And yes, got crapped on by a bird. <laughs> I have more updates uh, coming, guys. Uh, my thanks uh, to Craig and Carl and everybody. More updates, of course, will be available at WIBC.com. Craig, it's all you. Thank you very much, Tony. Uh, great reporting and very interesting to talk about how unified Israel is and how much, even though they're likely to boot uh, Benjamin Netanyahu when uh, this is all over with, uh, they want to see him do exactly what they want um, done to Hamas, which is remove them from this earth. All right, we'll take a break and more coming up in a bit. Craig Collins filling in. Tony Katz, The Morning News, 93 WIBC. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Cats, the morning news, 93 WIBC. My name is Craig Collins filling in. Matt and Carl hanging out as they do every morning on this show. Uh, I just found a story I can't uh, get over. I don't understand the internet. I don't understand the popularity of, of some people. I don't know why uh, they can do stuff in the world now that most of us should not be able to do. Uh, but a young woman who's uh, known as a social media influencer, uh, her name is Chen Wing Yi. I guess she's from Singapore. Uh, can't believe I'm going to say this on the radio. I apologize in advance, guys. She's selling her own farts and uh, she's selling them for $250 a pop and people are buying them. She's she's jarring her farts. And this is something people want. Anyone want to react to this or do we just pass on this story? 
back. I'm waiting on Carl. I'm staring a hole at him right now. Why would I have to buy it when I have my own? Yeah, it's true. That's true. Yeah, you don't need to. You don't need to purchase. Um, this has been done before. Um, has it? Yeah, it has. I remember Hammer and Nigel heard uh, three to seven on this radio station talking about people selling their farts. Oh. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, there's a there's a market for this, Craig. I mean, people no. are making money out of it. Yeah. Why? Yeah, and, and you throw it on at OnlyFans, and, and, and there's your there's your demographic. I mean, it's 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 a gold mine. You know, it's yeah, okay. Believe it or not. Okay. I, 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 Hammer and Nigel talk about this when someone else did it. Yeah, yeah, somebody else did it, and and okay. I don't. But there's a part of me, a very sick part of me, that that's curious to know what the jar is like once you oh, open sure. it up. I mean, sure. it's the sick person inside of it. Yeah, uh, no, uh, strictly for like journalistic reasons, you'd like to know right. how that jar actually. <laughs> right, I, I don't have a collection of them <laughs> in, no, my, in no. my kitchen or anything, sitting just, in a cupboard for nobody to find except for me. I'm just frustrated. I guess that's this is cathartic for me to put this out in the air because I try very hard in what I do for a living, and I'm sure you guys try very hard in what you do for a living, and. So Somebody out there has a following and can put her farts in a jar and make more money than I'll ever make trying to do this as hard as I can. And there's just something frustrating about that. That's all I'm saying. I'm not judging. I am judging. But I'm also just sad a little bit. A little bit of me hurts. I'm not I going to get resentful because she's a better entrepreneur than I am. <laughs> I, she was born with the skill set. I wasn't. I just can't make my mind go there. That's true. That's true. All right. We'll move on because I'm sure a lot of people listening are like, why is he still talking about this? I saw this. Uh, working parents need more people to help raise their kids than you might think. Uh, it's truly like a, it takes a village kind of thing. Uh, I think this is interesting because I was raised by a single mom and um I remember moving when we were little kids away from some of our family uh, to a place where we had less like like family to help out and how much more challenging uh, that seemed to be. So uh, it is interesting to think about. And even as an uncle, uh, the way in which I help my brother or anybody else is is now something I feel a little bit prouder about after talking about this. That's the first place my mind went was a single parent. I mean, I, I love single moms and Yes. That didn't come out the right way. It's, uh, um, but but think about it. I mean, you you sent me this article. I had a chance to look it over real quick, and, and I'm yeah. just thinking about the cost of daycare alone. Yeah, I mean that is monstrous. I cannot comprehend even on two salaries, uh, fishing out what you have to for daycare. I mean, and and not only that, but daycares are understaffed just like everybody else right now, and that concerns me. That would concern yeah. me to put my child in a place where it's understaffed. I mean, it, it's why places like the one. YMCA are so important, which I, I don't get paid by the YMCA of Greater Indianapolis. We're not in business <laughs> nice. together. I am a member, but nice. they have daycare services there, and I, I don't know what yeah. the deal is, but I can imagine that they do all they can to make it affordable for single yeah. parents or any kind of parents. I mean, places like that are so much more valuable in society right now if we yes. go, but we have to look for them a little bit. Um, yes. I've never been a parent, and I wouldn't ever tell somebody how to raise their kids, but man, oh man, you are getting into a... It, it sounds like a money pit to me as a single it guy. Does. It really does. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I just want one more time to recap, and it's going to be on the Matt Bear bumper sticker. You love single moms. No, That's dang. just something you wanted all of Indianapolis to know I, I, at some point. Not, not like that, but now that it's out, we, we're there. So right. <laughs> we might we're as well. There. Casey yeah. Daniels is shaking her head at me right now. Yes, she, in, <laughs> Matt in Bear doesn't mind taking a single mom and her kid to a Chuck E. Cheese anytime in the future. Totally fine with him. We'll get out of here on that note. <laughs> I'm is great Casey still ball. shaking her head? Did yeah. I say the worst thing now? Yeah, no, I, I think it's okay. just me as you. Uh, yeah, uh, absolutely. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, Craig. Looking See at you the later, buddy. I'm blushing right now. Looking at the northeast side, eastbound 465 crash before I-69 blocking the left later. That's causing stop traffic back to Keystone Avenue. It's a 15-minute delay right now. Traffic sponsored by B Window. A B Window is more than a pane of glass. It's specifically designed to bring more light, warmth, and inspiration into your home. And for a limited time with B, get 45% off with no payments or interest for 20 months. I'm Matt Bear. Traffic on the fives at WIBC Traffic.